You see them online, real estate entrepreneurs. But how are they doing it? And what are they doing different? We've got the answers. This is the Real Estate Block. Interviewing real estate entrepreneurs doing consistent real estate deals. If you want to be a real estate entrepreneur or you're already in the business, we've got on the pros that give the secrets and strategies to make it happen. This is the Real Estate Block. And this is your host, Aaron Gaunt. All right, all right. Welcome to the Real Estate Blog Podcast. Today, I have my beautiful wife here. Um, we have a topic of the day, and that is just in the what it, in the life of a wholesale company in the office. Um, how do we prepare our day? What does um, our morning look like? And what are we doing throughout the day of a wholesale company that has a team and that you know uh, us leading that team? Anyways, what's up, Michaela? Hey. Um, it, it was a topic that we uh, came up with right before uh, we started this. Um, we really, again, want to um, add value to you and just kind of giving you an insight on what that looks like. I mean, we see so much crap on social media, right? <laughs> I swear if I see another ping pong table <laughs> on somebody's <laughs> office, I'm going to lose it. Well, tell me more about what, what, what do you mean about <laughs> ping pong tables? Uh, is it, it, doesn't that build culture? Uh, sh- yeah, sure. That builds a, a culture of not getting anything done. <laughs> or it just becomes a, a dust collecting desk. Like right. you could add, you could have functioning people in those with that ping pong table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had we had a we had a story. Um, one of our first coaches, I'm not gonna name his name, but he's, he's great. I love him. He changed my life. But um, we went to his office, and he had um, cold callers at that time in his office. I think he had like two or three. They were doing like shifts or something like that. And he had one of his cold callers at his de- at this ping pong table. Um, again, collecting dust and he, he had his computer, his laptop in there, cold calling. And I guess it, saying it, it's not too bad, but if you had, if you had to be there, I felt like he was like on a plastic chair, like yeah. cold calling on this, on this, uh, ping pong table went out and I told, I asked, I told my guy and I said, Hey man, you gotta, you gotta get these guys some desk, man. Yeah. Anyways. Um, we'll, anyways, we'll, we'll we talk, digress. We'll, we'll talk more about ping pong tables another time. I don't think. Basically, if you didn't understand, sorry, that's just an inside joke with us. I think. <laughs> no, it's not an inside joke. I think I think we need to make that known. I think you know things like ping pong tables, um, cornhole, stuff like that, um, that has nothing to do with your company um, has its place. Just not in the. Office. But I'm sorry, but if I had a ping pong table in the middle of my office, you know, our guys want to come to work. They want to make money for their family for their deeper why, mm-hmm. and then go home. If you're sitting around playing ping pong, what are you doing? Are you hitting your metrics? Are you are you working? Are you are you there for your deeper way? I'm sorry, but this is not a party, Mm-mm. right? Have those have those you know outside when you want to do a company event. Go somewhere for and sure. You, you do all that stuff, but let, let's be real. You're not going to be there's no quote unquote downtime in the mm-hmm. office except for their lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Where somebody's going to go take a lunch, and let's be frank, they're not going to be sitting there playing ping pong. They're going to be going out and eating. You know, right. we, we come we come in every day with a goal and you you just said it perfectly. You know, they're here for their deeper. Why? Mm-hmm. What is driving them day in and day out and is doing these other things that is not on the phone really going to get to their deeper? Why? Mm-hmm. And it's not. And so anyway, so. Um, so we do fun things, too. We do mm-hmm. like competitive things, but it's all about um, 
company um, stuff to hit hit your goals. Mm-hmm. And that you know we have the records on the wall, we have the bell, we have um, competitions, belt. we have the belt, um, we have lunches, we have these um, rewards. Mm-hmm. But again, it's about them making money. Yep, ping pong ain't gonna make you money. No. Anyways, um, so, I mean, unless you're, uh, you know, going to be a professional, ping pong unless you want to be a professional ping pong table yeah, player. Um, so what we do um, when, you know, and I kind of want to really break down, you know, how to how do we prepare our morning? Um, and then also um, what are the hours look like? Because we have some pretty funny stories, I think. Um, right now we work from in our office, we work from eight to five. And it was funny. We. We had a coach at the time make fun of us. One, actually, actually, one we had a we had a mentor that made fun of us, saying, <laughs> "Why, why are you have you guys?" Oh no, no, sorry. We, at this moment, we work from eight to five. Back before. then, before we were working from nine to two in the office, and, and then with with the quote unquote hopes that everybody would still be productive at home. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. And um, so we had a mentor at the time make fun of us, and then. We didn't change anything. And then I, I hired another mentor, um, nothing about the other one, but I just, you know, moved on. And, and uh, he was the one that just changed the game for me. And I was like, you're right. It was because me and my wife wanted to be off at two and go spend time with our kids. That's that's what we wanted to build yeah. this business for. But at the same time, I also had goals of making a lot of money and, and, and our team to make a lot of money as well. Well, anyways, I, you couldn't do that working part time. So now we work full time. We have a full time wholesaling business operation. Um, There are times that we still do leave. Me and my wife will leave at two to spend time with our kids or do an event or whatever. And sometimes we stay all the way till five, if not later. Um, But again, there's a there's a time there's a time and place for this. Uh, We we went through the grind and hustle, and we do we take all the risk to be able to do those things. And something my mentor had to tell me that we do take all the risk. Um, You know, when we're at home, our meetings don't stop. We're Mm -hmm. constantly working. Um, when we're at home, when we're even with our kids, when we're at dinner, we are constantly driving talk- to dinner. We're constantly talking about work and it's not something we dread. It's something we actually really love. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it does because we leave the office doesn't mean we stop working. Now, I, I could, I'm going to say different about um, the people who work for us. They go back and they are basically they're clocked out and that's fine. Um, yeah. That, and that's totally fine. And um, and we don't expect them to work from home or anything like that unless they want to. And it, it goes back to how bad you want it. Yeah. So enough about that. So what I do is I wake up super early in the morning. I get my workout in. Um, I make sure I drink a lot of vitamin C. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a high performer, make sure you drink your vitamin C. Um, you need to, you know, when you're sick, you're out. And if you're sick, you don't make money. And that's just in the game of business until you have people working. I even say that as a business owner who has a full up blown on team. Make sure you take care of yourself uh, when it comes to fitness and health. Now, if because again, you're a high performer, you got to treat your body as a high perf- uh, as a high performing machine, and then you can't you can't make money if you're out sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, I wake up early in the morning, um, four four a.m., five a.m. club. I hit the gym. I drink my vitamin C. I try to eat healthy for the most part. My wife is still taking care of our little one, um, so she doesn't have too much time to hit the gym when she wants, but I know she's <laughs> going to be doing that here shortly. She was doing a, a lot before we um, before we had our, had our child. Um, she was hitting in the gym even when she was pregnant. She was really focused on her health, um, but she is just an incredible high performer as well. Um, so anyways, what do you, do you want to do any inputs <laughs> before we talk about what happened in the office? No, I wake up and take care of the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> um, but anyway, she's incredible. So 
after that, um, once we take our kids to um, their school, we um, come into the office. We have a thing called our morning hype huddle. In that morning hype huddle, um, a lot of things happen, and we do this every single day, Monday through Friday. The morning hype, you know, some people, and I, you know, what I found out some people only have um, meeting. Sorry, not 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 meetings because this is not a meeting; mm-hmm. it is a huddle. Um, but one one thing we talk about is we talk about what what's a win. We talk about um, so, sorry, win numbers and our priority goal for the day. Exactly. So, so what, so what's a win? And then um, at this moment, um, this doesn't happen all the time, but at this moment we are reading a book. It's called the 49 rules, um, Sandler rules. It's, it's, it's a rule of the day. It's, it's something about sales. And so they also talk about the rule of the day Mm -hmm. um, and it's about a sales rule. And it's been really productive in our office where everybody loves talking about the rule. They learn so much. And, um, and also whenever we bring on a new candidate or new recruit, um, they go through that book as well, and now the whole team knows exactly what role they're talking about. And so. can give input. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a good collaboration. It's a good, um, good way to get a, a different kind of topic that everybody can in, have input on, discuss, bounce ideas off of, and and help them all kind of come together. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So the morning high puddle is fantastic. It happens every single day, eight o'clock um, when we come in the morning. Uh, and it's only, I mean, they're only supposed to be, they, we kind of can get them down to 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, There's right. nothing supposed to be, you know, like, like you said, it's not a meeting per se. Mm-hmm. It's a huddle and we call it a huddle because it's supposed to be short, sweet and simple. Start the day off strong. That's why we start with, okay, give us a win. Give us your numbers. Give us your focus. And we start with a win. And when we say a win, we say, what's your win in the business? Mm-hmm. Not because that's the whole point. We want to start the day strong on a high note. So we that lasts through the day. You don't want to start the day on something crummy, and then it's just going to bring everybody's attitude down for the yeah. rest of the day. And, and with sales and with, as everybody knows, being on the phones all day long, I mean, you guys can get kicked in the teeth a lot, and that's mm-hmm. really going to affect your mental, you know, mental health. Not I should say mental yeah. health, but you know, your motivation throughout the day. And so we really pride ourselves on making sure that we focus on the good and what's, what's the wins for sure. And like you said, it, um, so the win is about like, what was a win at, uh, the company the day before, because, um, we were having just wins generally just about life and that's fine. I love that. I love, you should be thankful. You should have a lot of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we were seeing is a lot of conversations were happening, um, that weren't about, um, deals and things have moving on in the company and why you're here. It's about working and we should be at, and one, actually one of the first things I say when I, um, jump into more hot, Hi, puddle is welcome to work. I get super excited. Hey, welcome, welcome to be here. Let's crush it for our families. Let's crush it for um, our deeper wise. And um, so, yeah, it's 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 a win about work because you know if you're here, you know if, you, I don't want this to be a place to be dreaded. Right? It's still mm-hmm. work. It's not it's not always fun, but at the same time, um, you know they could really have life changing um, experiences and life changing money here while they're here. Yep. Um, anyways, I usually am over. Um, I usually train um, both sales teams when it comes to sales, but for the most part, um, our disposition side is we kind of look at it as, as operations and then we look at our acquisition side as sales, even though both are sales. But so my wife handles really operations um, and then I usually handle the sales aspect. So um, usually after the morning high puddle, we, we, we take it, we split. Um, usually I'll do training with our acquisitions people, just depending on what training of day is. And then, um, and I'll do training with Dispo later, but 
um, what my wife does, they sit back and they talk about their daily deployment. Sweetie, do you want to go? Yeah. About? So, um, obviously with it, with the team that we have, you know, our, our dispo girls have, you know, anywhere from could be eight to 10 properties or up to 15, you know, on, on crazy months, crazy busy months. And so what we've learned is, you know, we learned this from a great, a great mentor as they need to have a daily deployment that is two properties that they focus on every day. And the reason being is if you try to focus on all 15 at a time, you're going to get nowhere. You know, 5% in every direction gets you, does not get you to the end goal. And so having two pr- properties that they focus on that are their main priorities, we found helps move, move them a lot faster. Um, so anyway, so we go over that. We we discuss that. If I have any opinions and changes and tell them like, okay, actually, let's not do that property. We'll do this. Again, that's another only like five to 10 minutes. Um, and then we break. And then twice a week, we do what's called a market meeting. And we sit down and we do break down all the properties. And not as far as for something for them to focus on, but just like, where are we at? And it gives us a chance to really dive into them, see where their roadblocks are, and where where you know a second set of a second set of eyes, which is myself, can come in and say like, oh no, here's a solution for this. You're stuck on this property. Let's try that. Or you know what, this isn't going to go anywhere. Let's cancel it. Or hey, I have uh, a solution here. I can make a f- f- few phone calls and we'll get we'll get it taken care of. But it gives us a chance to not let these properties sit for too long before we fix the problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have found, we used to do it once a week, but when, with the volume of properties we have, we've, we've had to do it twice a week, which is great. It's a great problem to have. Um, but it has definitely helped solve problems a lot quicker. No, hundred percent. The daily deployment has been fantastic. Um, and so after that, then throughout the day, uh, they have goals to meet, they have KPIs to hit. Um, and I'm not going to go too much into it. I, I really want to focus on contracts. We want to make sure we get two contracts per rep per uh, week. Uh, we even do cool things like if you get a contract, you know, you could go home because that is your goal of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing is, and the funny thing is, uh, nobody really goes home. No. Um, I think it's happened like maybe twice since we uh, let them let them know that. And they, mm-hmm. but they just keep trucking along because they want to get more contracts um, again for their deeper why. Um, yeah. So, so what they do is they, they, they hustle and grind. We do, we do our training. And again, something I actually posted this on um, social media and I, and I know you saw it, but one thing I really want to um, emphasize is, and I saw this um, just recently is that we're not, a company is not a family. A company is a high performance um, team. And that's kind of what we look at. Right. Um, I, I know the concept of, of, you know, building a company as a family, I get the concept, but I never liked it um, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's a lot of nuances to that. And also with the family, there's like kind of unconditional love and stuff like that. And that's not mm-hmm. what a company is. A company is people, a team with high performers. People are going to come and go. Um, you're going to, you're going to recruit different people. You got You got to train different people. Um, and also, yeah. And obviously keep, you know, pe- keeping somebody on the team and also bringing somebody on the team and releasing people from the team is all based on performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that you can't work with them and stuff like that. And obviously sometimes people go f- from team to another team, right? Yeah. Um, so if you look at it that way, you're going to make sure you hold um, each one to a high standard and not saying I want you, you know, not, don't micromanage, um, but you want to hold them to a high standard. You want to hold them to numbers um, and you want to make sure you um, meet, meet with them one-on-one 
twice a month, especially with salespeople. I'm not saying that it has to be like that for, you know, with every organization, but with salespeople, you should meet them with them on um, twice a month, just be cut and just to figure out where their head's at. Um, but anyway, so we want, we want two contracts a week, um, which will bring, you know, hit the, hit their numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, and every single day, your, your number is going to be your ultimate goal for the day is a contract. Then you want to work your way backwards from that. If you don't hit the contract, um, I guess I will talk about the KPIs. <laughs> if you don't hit the contract, you would, um, you know, I want to make sure we see three offers. If I don't see three offers, I want to see, and what those offers mean is you had good quality conversations where you got to the very end of the sales process and you were able to pitch them a number if it made sense or not. And if I don't see the three offers, obviously I want to see X amount of dials, um, 25 dials per missed offer, 75 dials for the day. Um, And then at the very end of the day, um, we do an EOD. An EOD is an end of day report um, where they basically go into the Slack channel and they post their EOD. And one of our core values is accountability. And it's one way to keep themselves accountable and to the team. Mm -hmm. Um, So they get to post out their numbers. And if they had crappy numbers that day, um, you know, it's going to show to the team and they got, they got to put those in themselves. Yeah. And then if it's, and when we see that, it gives us the opportunity to give them a call right then and there, have that conversation with them the, that the day of, you know, Hey, let's, instead of, instead of starting the next day about talking about it and kind of putting a bad um, or negative tone in the air, you know, we, we handle the, the issue. So quote unquote the night before. Mm -hmm. So we wipe it clean and we say, okay, that was today. Let's start over tomorrow. And then that way, when we come in the next day, we don't talk about it anymore. We've moved past it. And now we, we, we move forward. We talk about the win, like we said, and mm-hmm. we, we start the day off fresh. Yeah. And it, it really does suck sometimes when we see somebody with low numbers. It doesn't happen. Actually, it doesn't really happen often, but it, it does suck. And then you have to have those conversations of, of asking like what's going on, what's happening. Um, but other than that, and then, and then the next, and then so, I mean, that's all I got for that. I mean, that's really what's going on in the day to day aspect. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I mean, that's pretty much, you You know, like you said, you're handling a lot with the acquisition side and then I'm on the dispo side and we handle our teams and, yeah. you know, I'm you're constantly checking in with sale or with the acquisition team. I was going to say sales, but they're all sales. Yeah, well, I, hold on. <laughs> and is, yeah, and exactly. then, uh, you know, I'm constantly checking in with with dispo and, yeah. you know, we, we have our our lanes per se mm-hmm. and we make sure our teams are on point but it's all in, it's all in collaboration to get you know to get that end goal yeah one thing i want to uh, really focus on here is so i read a good book earlier this year and it was called multipliers um and that's something i really that's something we really worked on this year was leadership um the reason why is because i knew i wanted to build a team i wanted to build leverage i wanted to um, I didn't want to be the only one to ever get contracts. I wanted to bring people on to get those contracts to make to make more dollars because that's some obviously that's what leverage is. Um, I can only make a certain amount of calls every single um, day. When I know if I bring in X amount of people, they're going to be able to make way more calls, way more offers, get way more contracts than I could ever do by myself. Mm-hmm. So at that time, it's really hard if you're the only one bringing in the the revenue in the very beginning. And then, so now you're kind of like hovering over them and say this, do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, Oh, don't lock that up. Don't say that. Right. And, um, so it was really hard to come over at the, at, at the beginning. They call that a diminisher in the book where what you want to do is this is key. Now I'm talking a little bit more than I uh, plan on to in this podcast, but 
read the book and because what's going to happen, you're going to realize if you hire the right and you hire um, a players, they don't like to be micromanaged. And they don't need to be. They should. No, they shouldn't be. Um, they're going to do what they're going to do. Right. Mm -hmm. We do. I mean, we have our onboarding. We have we have we do have a very awesome onboarding. We'll talk about that in another podcast, actually, and just kind of give it out for free, because I think I think you all should know that. Um, it could really help a lot of people out. But anyways, we have an amazing onboarding. So when they go through that onboarding, um, they're going to, so they already know the systems, the processes. And in the first, on, in the first three days, it might seem like a little bit of micromanaging um, because we're talking, you know, we do a lot of call audits. We do a lot of role plays. Um, they listen to the calls. They got to go through the trainings. Um, they got to make PowerPoints, et cetera. And so um, just to get them off the right foot. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, uh, but after right that, path. after that, it's like, all right, let's see what you got to do. Right. Mm. And are you going to bring it every day? Are you going to um, use your sales skills? And cause I'll be honest, I hate being micromanaged. Right. And uh, it's the reason why I don't work for anybody. I hate being it. And so what I realize, and now what I do is, you know, I, I let them do their thing and then we just check the numbers. I mean, we well, the numbers honestly is what does help us not have to micromanage. Mm -hmm. I think before when we weren't doing the end of day report, we didn't have the KPIs that we track. You felt like you almost had it. It felt like we were micromanaging because we were constantly checking in with them, mm -hmm. right? Where now we have the numbers, so we just wait for the end of the day, unless we see something right that they need to be talked to. But um, we see the numbers, and the numbers are going to speak for themselves. Numbers mm -hmm. don't lie. So if they're hitting their seventy-five dials, if they're hitting their you know two three hours talk time, and then their offers and their contracts for the week. There's really nothing we got to talk and to them the about. Contracts are closing. Uh, well, yeah, but, and the contracts are closing. But, al but also, we uh, we do trainings and trainings, and like I said, we're a high mm -hmm. performance team. We call them practices, right? Practice and training, so they can perform on a field at a very high level and win all the time and dominate the field. Mm -hmm. um, so every Tuesday we do call audits. So we listen to them on the phones. We we break down to everyone's calls. We do role plays on. So how how are they able to go through the sales process um, efficiently? Uh, we we do comp training every Friday, um, and then what was the other one? Anyways, we do we do a lot of training, and we make sure it's consistent um, uh, across the board. Yeah. But other than that, that's our day to day uh, life in the office. It's fantastic. And then what I'm usually doing is I'm not on the phones anymore, but I am um, doing other things to keep the operation going. I'm, I'm creating systems and processes, making sure they're getting their leads. Um, I'm making sure they're getting enough leads every single day. I'm constantly looking at numbers. Um, I'm constantly building relationships with um, vendors, people who are we're working with on the outside with our CRM, with our marketing channels. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm always building those relationships. And, uh, and also to try to now add value, um, to our community of, um, in this, in this real estate space. So other than that, that's all I got, man. Um, I think, I think this is a, this should hopefully, um, help out at, you know, someone, um, <laughs> you know, again, if we could just help out one person, that's obviously that's all we want to do. Anyways, if you have any questions, uh, along the way, uh, please let us, you know, please just reach out to me or my, or my beautiful wife, Michaela. Also, if you have any deals that you need help moving, we have three amazing high performing disp disposition reps who have not just, um, now they, they don't just post your deals, but they, um, also have incredible, probably 10 to 15 different strategies on how to move deals. Um, so if you have any, um, if you need help to move your deal, cause that's something that a lot of people are struggling with this day and age is disposition. So if you need help finding a buyer, uh, reach out to us and we'll, we'll move that deal for you. Yeah, absolutely. All, <laughs> all right. Hey, we'll see you next time at the real estate block podcast. You've been listening to the real estate block. 
If you want to be a real estate entrepreneur, or maybe you're already in real estate, but you're ready to take it to the next level, this is where you come to get the secrets to make it happen. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. See you next time on The Real Estate Block.